for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. So, um, I, I just want to read the verse in Matthew 4. It's the uh, fifth verse, and then uh, it, it will kind of put it against what actually Psalm 91 says and, and see how Satan is operating here. Then the devil took him, uh, took Jesus to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, I will command the angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Yeah, this uh, psalm really gets pretty graphic towards a potential theology of demons and spiritual activity. Now, the Hebrew people didn't have a well-developed theology, as we can tell, as best as we can tell from the scriptures. The whole idea of spiritual warfare um, develops over time. The uh, Hebrew view historically was that there were idols uh, before them, which were connected to gods, and they saw it as demons. And the Apostle Paul actually mentions this in some of his teaching to the church at Corinth. But um, we don't have a whole lot expressed uh, except from the early passages of Job and these one-off references that keep happening. But this one is very interesting about... uh, a serpent being trampled underfoot and the commanding of angels. And it's interesting that it comes up in Jesus' encounter, and it shows us how easily the enemy of our soul can deceive us even by using his God's word. Uh, Satan begins with attacking Jesus' identity, if you are the Son of God, and uh, offers him uh, this... Uh, means of taking care of his own hunger. But in this one, he's actually using the word of God to bring temptation. And this is the power of Jesus knowing the word and not taking it out of context. It's not uh, an invitation to um, a life without trouble, but a life purposed by God, we can have confidence when trouble and temptation and difficulty comes our way. So the problem starts here uh, when uh, Satan says, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down. Really what that is saying is if you do what I say. Now, if you go to the gospel of John, uh, you know this better than anybody. But if you go to the the gospel of John, Jesus is saying, I can do nothing without my father. I'm, you know, and it's, it's repeated time and time again. There is no uh, distance between the father and the son. He does, I can, I can do nothing. So if Jesus had um, fallen for this, he would have done something outside of the, his relationship to God the Father. Absolutely. And, um, you know, some people have taken these verses to say, oh, if something bad happened, you must be outside of God's will. That's not the point. The harm 
is the harm that would be the pot shot of the enemy against us to keep us from fulfilling what God's purpose for us. And um, in these moments, Jesus is able to distinguish because he's listening to the Father under the direction of the Holy Spirit. He's just been baptized by the Spirit and so has this directional aspect to his life that causes him to recognize uh, truth and a twisted form of truth that's being presented to him. Yeah, and you had mentioned when you uh, first talked about this today, uh, you talked about spiritual warfare. Uh, you know a lot about that. You've taught that in seminary, et cetera. But you also just, uh, I think, defined it so beautifully that the weapons uh, that um, Jesus has is the Holy Spirit, that he's just, he's powerful in the Holy Spirit, and it does protect him from falling into the trap of listening and doing what Satan is asking him to do. And we have that same spirit. Amen.